You are now listening to The Junk and Jam Hour Online Radio Broadcast With your on-air host Christopher Albert He is going to amaze you Surprise you Or sadly underwhelm you That's for you to decide In the meantime Stay tuned It's The Junk and Jam Hour With Christopher Albert As heard only on Radio Free Brooklyn. Hello. Happy Monday, everyone. You are, as as if you didn't know already, you are listening to the Junkie Jam Hour right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Radio Free Brooklyn is the nonprofit community organization and freeform internet radio station. A streaming original content by New York City artists, broadcasters, DJs, you name it, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, right here in Brooklyn. Uh, now, of course, the Junkie Jam Hour, um, the main objective that we have here is uh, to highlight and share the impressive projects and imaginative contributions of the many talented underground and groundbreaking artists and entrepreneurs all over New York City uh, of all kinds and from everywhere. Why not? Uh, now, joining me in the studio today, I have two members <laughs> of a five-piece New York City-based soul prog band. If you don't know what that is, we're going to find out all about that. Uh, they are a group who combines complex jazz progressions and sequences, rich, attractive pop melodies and hip-hop grooves, and they orchestrate all of that into unique contemporary music. Uh, they originally formed in 2015, and their music is embedded in soul and progressive rock, um, which they use to slide seamlessly between genres to create a truly revolutionary sound. They have recently hit their stride, performing uh, to bigger audiences at events such as the Mazdoc Music Festival, the Sterling Stage, uh, and Luminosity Festival. I believe there's another one coming up. Uh, along with um, spectacular sets at renowned New York City venues, including the Brooklyn Bowl, the Cutting Room, and the Knitting Factory. Of course, you don't have your stripes if you haven't performed at the Knitting Factory yet. Uh, on Spotify, they um, already boast an impressive 100,000 streams by tens of thousands of unique listeners from 71 countries around the world here to talk about their journey and new music including their newest single day job uh from the exceptional soul prog band chameleon eyes is front woman vocalist and saxophonist gabby feliciano yeah hello and drummer percussionist jake navarro hello hello Hello. Oh, wait. We've got I like to, how you said that. We've got to get you some. All Hispanic. All, all Hispanic and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's get this out of the way, Gabby. No relation to Jose. No. No. <laughs> no but re- that would be really cool. Wouldn't it be? No relation to Dave. No relation to Dave. But right. So you're already off on a good start. But yeah. if you watch the news, eyewitness uh, news, Dave Navarro, who's the anchor there, I'm related to that Dave Navarro. <laughs> and he is oh, famous. Yeah. He's New York famous. Right. He's pretty cool. All yeah. right. All He's right. He's got good hair. He's not yeah. Dave Navarro. No. <laughs> He's the other Dave Navarro. He's Almost the other as one. cool. <laughs> he listens to this. You're not as cool as the good Not as cool if you're not. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about Chameleon Eyes. Sure. Um, so we have, um, you know, uh, obviously again, Gabby, um, Mo. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pronounce this La Mastro Yeah yeah. Uh, guitarist You have another guitarist uh, Brian Gibson Yep B Gibbs uh, B Gibbs B Gibbs B Gibbs B Gibbs Yeah Right That's a P guys 
uh, Mikey Rotuno mm -hmm. on the bass, and obviously Jake on the drums. Uh, now, you all originally formed in 2015. Yeah, that's when we started like jamming together, but we weren't chameleonized yet. You weren't chameleonized yet. Um, yeah. So let's talk about that because, you know, when we think of students, we're finding ourselves <laughs> um, in many different ways. Yeah. And it's not easy to, you know, get together. Collaborating already as it is, is tough enough. Yeah. But obviously you make it look seamless. How did it uh, chameleonize, or how did you guys come about, at least to say, hey, let's play music together, let's jam out? Yeah, so, I mean, up in Oneonta, it's like... Oneonta? It's, it's not like a... Do you, are you Who's familiar that? with the area? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, so anybody, like, down here in New York City, like, is like, what? I don't know what that is. But we've actually surprisingly run into a lot of people that we went to school with from gigging around here. But anyway, it's like a unique music scene. Like, it's not a music school, but... There's just like a, a bunch of hippies that just really like jam bands and yeah. and rock rock music and R&B and all different kinds of stuff. And they get together. There's a ton of basement shows, which he got to witness uh, last year, the last time we played there. And so we were all kind of doing our own thing, um, playing with different groups. And then it was Mo, our guitar player, who um, kind of got us together. He had a vision for a band and um, he asked most of us and honestly like there are a couple members that, that we, we call them honorary members because they were part of sure. the first jams but um, it, they didn't actually become what the band was but he had a vision for a few people that he wanted and then it kind of took off from there and yeah. um, it's always been five of us so yeah yes. yeah um, so but but that's obviously part of the growing pains yeah. you know you have a few legs and arms fall off yeah and then oh my god generate like, growing pains is like I mean I wish I, I'm sure that there are there's some video somewhere of like our first show because I mean I would just I love that it would be so funny watching that it would be I can't even imagine now now as as someone who's who's humor related I I'm, I don't know where my first video is but man <laughs> it's important to keep them though if you find them if you happen to dig it's them up somewhere up there you gotta a lot keep of people those. will be offended so now <laughs> or not um, but 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 obviously you guys have a lot of different influences, inspirations. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's you know to come together and to create and discover your own unique, cohesive sound. Um, and and you banded in 2015. Mm -hmm. So is that something that's just finally reached like okay it's it's now it's brewing yeah sort of in yeah. the past year and yeah because the problem was also like yeah we were all students like we were just kind of figuring everything out in life and it wasn't until we all started getting our footing in like adult world um that we i'm actually really happy that we're one of the few bands that we started at the same time as that are still together, yes. like actually doing it for real in the city, you know? So um, it's, it's, I would say in the past year and, you know, even more so in the past several months now that um, Jesse Herman joined yes. us, our manager and, you know, Jake is here and we're all finally in yeah. the same spot. We're all in the New York city area so we can rehearse every single week that now we're like, I really feel like we're doing it. Okay, yeah, we're definitely gonna go back to talk about Jesse. Sure. But let's let's start. We'll we'll get back to you. Let's start uh, with you, Jake. What is has been your musical journey here? Uh, I met 
these guys. Well, you're a percussionist. Yeah, I'm You've, a drummer. Yeah. It's hard to call myself a percussionist. That's a specific thing. But, well, yeah, I'm mostly a drum set player. A drums kit. Yeah, you got yeah. Um, yeah, like I said, I grew up on punk rock, and then I studied jazz, and I try to be in the middle Love of it. that. Um, I met Gabby doing cover gigs, weddings, bars, whatever else, stuff like that. And um, when she showed me this band, it was, you know, they're just out of college, doing some shows, rehearsing <laughs> a little. It was somewhere in the middle, but, and I had heard it and I loved it. When I saw them live, I was like, this is really sick and you should put more work into this for sure. Yeah. And um, I mean, and, 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 and in New York City, we go to a lot of live shows. Yeah. And sometimes you're amongst the mix, right? Mm -hmm. It's either yeah. rich white men who could afford these instruments and they don't really <laughs> rehearse as much, but hey, sure. yeah. they can, you know, put some money on the side and say, can we have this venue? That's so true. <laughs> and then here you guys are putting in a lot of work to rehearse. Yeah. Um, but for you, that obviously showed you could hear and see. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, for me, I've been working in music for the last 11 years. Yeah. All kinds of stuff, working for artists, being on the road, cruise ships, whatever it sure. is. And that's uh, part I, of the yeah. journey. If yeah. You want to live as a musician, you got to say yes to everything and everything, work. Everything, yeah. Stage and hand, do it all. The mm -hmm. thing that keeps you sane is original music. And if you stop doing original music and you're just doing work, you'll go crazy. So for me, you know, I'm a little bit older than these guys. And I think bit. it was important for me to be like, don't let go of this. Like, yeah. Do it for sure. Yeah. But I was just a fan, really. I, Ben, the dr their original drummer, he's an absolute monster drummer. I love watching him play. Mm -hmm. And um, so he's gone to grad school now and he's needed to take a little bit of a break. And I was like, well, me and coach, I love this music. It's such a cool form of progression. Like, I think people hear progression and especially musicians will mostly think like musical proficiency and pushing it like that. But I like the idea of combining different genres as a form of progression i mean you know, it's, it's it, it, all of it really all of it ever was it, yeah. it's all a mix of genres and, yeah. And, sure, yeah. and um but sometimes you know labels or just the industry you want to they want to categorize you yeah. sure it might yeah. be an easier sell to um, but do you find, I guess, are you, who are your audience? Is it the millennials? Is it, you know, people born in the 90s? I mean, this is who you are, right? Yeah. I mean, we're still honestly figuring that out from the more we play live, the yeah. easier it is to kind of pinpoint that. Um, I, I think we sit, we sit in the middle um, of, I guess, if we're talking specifics, we sit in the middle of like those, like the jam band scene you yeah. know what I mean like because I don't consider us a jam band but um we really seem to appeal to that group because th it. those are like music lovers and they like to see they like to see Mo like well they can you know, build music from thin air from right? anything right so we definitely appeal to those music lovers that most of them play instruments themselves which is not a bad no audience to have so what? that's like the yeah. nerdy side of our fan group yeah. and that's the people who we are but then i think we also appeal to yeah the millennials because we have those like pop influences well, what i mean by that is because you call yourself uh uh uh, uh soul prog yeah we made that up made i love it <laughs> she made i love that. it i love it it's spot on well both well well you say both of you are 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 half Puerto Rican, right? Yeah. <laughs> and 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 we're one Puerto Rican together. Together. <laughs> Just one whole Puerto yeah. My apologies yeah, yeah. as as one whole Puerto Rican to yeah. to another. To another. Yeah. 
Um, but obviously we are already a mix of things. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know if it was in half of your household, but just salsa or merengue or whatever. Sure, yeah. It already has influence of its own. And mm-hmm. that includes African and, and, and mambo and everything comes of, from something. Everything comes from something. Yeah. Um, but I guess with the millennials, I, I feel like aren't so tied up mm. with labels. No, and that's why it, it's been cool for us to try and figure out like where I mean it's it's it can be hard sometimes to try and put us in a box but we don't really feel like we need to with with the people to. that yeah. we're playing for and the people that are listening to us they don't demand an answer for something like that so yeah. it's cool for us to just be able to flap our wings and say hey we're soul prog today like whatever well, that is like come see us just, what does that mean it's 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 jazz it's it's, it's fusion rhythm. it's everything it's so, right yeah, yeah. But I think it sounds cool. I mean, I was I was a little skeptical at first because we needed to have some kind of genre. And he was like, no, that's cool. And all the guys were like, no, that's cool. Did, it, did it not sound rock and roll enough? <sighs> badass enough? I personally loved it because it just, it, it speaks about the band perfectly. Like, we want to appeal to everybody. And I think the music does that, you know, like she's talking when we do the more progressive stuff and the more jazz stuff. We appeal to the musicians that are yeah. our peers. So if they like what we're doing, Which we love. We it gotta, feels yeah. like respect. And yeah. we definitely yes. want that. But yes. you also know as a band trying to sell, trying to get your name out, that's not always the case. You know, the millennials or people that are just listeners and go to shows, like they don't really care about the progressive stuff or the jazz stuff all the time. And Gabby is so amazingly good at putting really soulful and catchy melodies over maybe sometimes more complicated music and and that's where we get that sound that can appeal to everybody yes you hear something you want to hear you hear something you want to hear and they're not the same thing all the time and And it's not always easy to cohesively put it together yeah to find that middle ground of that it's that's when you guys all understand each other's voices that makes it fun for us because it's a real challenge sometimes (sighs) and and you need to be challenging yourself as a musician otherwise what are you doing right you know well let's let's stop dicking around and talking about the music let's hear some music (laughs) (laughs) so we are going to play a song and then we'll talk about it after that we're going to play your latest single cool sounds good day job let's do it yeah let's do it all right guys you are listening to the chucky jam hour right here on radio free brooklyn of course again i am joined by soul prog band and group Chameleon Eyes, and this is their song. Chame- um, I almost said Chameleon Eyes. Day, day job. <laughs>
That was gotta get a day job. Day job by Camilla Nas. Hey, Jake loves that. Yeah, I, love that. <laughs> I got that in my sampler. We can't get enough of it. All right. Uh, <clears throat> love it. Love it. Love it. I love day job because it's who we are as artists. Yeah. It's the story, the... How do I articulate this? <laughs> it's the it's always that like thorn on the side that totally. you hear from everybody. But what's your real job? Right. Well, that's what it's kind of about. Like it's not necessarily like from the point of view of like, well, okay, like I wrote the lyrics. It's not necessarily from the point of view of me. It's no. kind of like it's from the point of view of, of like everybody else. else. Right. So let's talk about that. So now day job. Um there's no Google search for following your dreams. I love that. <laughs> yeah. I love that. And 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 so, but is that your point of view then? People just say, oh, you just made that up. Oh, you're in a band now. You just made that up. Yeah. And again, it's the You just went of- to the computer. What am I going to do today? <laughs> it's like, right. Yeah. Like, how do I figure out my life? I mean, I'm an avid Googler. <laughs> like, anytime Aren't I have all? a problem. Like, and, and so it's kind of like... Yeah, like anytime you Is have like any issue, green you today. <laughs> <laughs> like, just... and what's wrong with me? And then you go on WebMD and you think you're dying. And there's always you could find any answer in Google whether it's right or wrong. <laughs> yes, there's no quick fix or DIY video for building self self esteem. Did you did you find your self esteem in your music? Obviously, it's it's helped. Yeah, we're getting there. <laughs> I guess in general that. I've, well, not not I've, then. I mean, of course, you're still building and growing as an artist as yeah. artists together but just as a person of having meaning in this world mm. has music helped shape that's, you that's where any of my self-esteem comes from my musicianship yeah that's just who i am yeah. so you know like i could get good at other stuff and, and that's cool and that's fun you know you could get work working out or skateboarding or whatever like yeah, and I guess I can give you self-esteem too, but not like being a musician because to me that's my identity. Like, so you brought up something earlier, and 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 it's something we do as musicians or whatever vocalists we cover other people's songs. Mm. But just the joy of you talking about creating original music, and and just even being a musician, if you're even if you had a day job. You know, we have to pay bills or raise a family, whatever we're doing. Gotta eat. If you're not doing music, that's what makes you whole. Yeah. You're still lost in the world. Yeah. Me. I mean, me personally. Yeah. I've always, I can't remember a time in life I wasn't, my dad was a drummer. I got sitting on his lap yeah, when I was like well, two playing drums. Like that's it. It's always been my, my grandmother too, on my Puerto Rican side. She was a singer, yeah. she sang salsa. And it's just, that's, that's it for me. Nothing else really makes sense. So. I was lucky that my parents actually pushed me to study music yeah. and, and make a life out of it and get work yes. and be a working musician. And and I'm I'm so happy they did. But uh, even if I didn't go that route, I would have still had to have something going out with music. You know, yeah. I got plenty of friends that have day jobs, you know, or yes. teachers or whatever. They don't work as musicians, but they're amazing musicians because yeah. they stuck with it, you know, because yeah. they well, put whatever time they could on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, well, let's ask that because I know you mentioned uh, earlier about having the respect of peers first. Mm. Is having, I don't know if one or the other is more important. I know for me, I could do with both. I don't always have both. But is having the support from your family 
and friends the same as having support from your peers and other musicians? Yeah, I mean... Mm, eh, <laughs> Are you still running for mom? <laughs> well, I think... Well, at least Jake and I, like, we're really fortunate to have really supportive families. So um, I feel like I already have the support from my... Well, to the extent that they can Whatever understand. They can understand. Right. Um, but I guess I'm always going to be trying to, to yeah. be accepted from, uh, like, other people, uh, like, other musicians and peers. That's, like... I mean, it's funny. Like we work, uh, you know, you work odd hours. You're available at different hours. You you can't always, you know, it's nighttime. Forget it, guys. You've yeah. you're now in in work mode. Work mode. It's yeah. eight p.m. You know, you got. Hey, you want to go out? I can't. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Story of our lives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're producing. <laughs> yeah, but it's just like we rely so much. I mean, you can't you can't do this business like on your own. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm sure you understand that too. Like, you need right. you need the support from your peers. So it's actually kind of funny. Like, we do like the cover band stuff too, which is like our bread and butter. Um, aside from the chameleon eye stuff, and it's like I find myself if I like the highest I can reach is like. Um, getting the approval of the other musicians that I'm playing with because yeah. if they're happy then I'm sure the audience is going to be happy too yeah. because like I feel like they're a little bit more critical of everything so and then who knows what can happen it's well, all about networking and making your friends yeah audiences though usually yes music is it's its own language not everybody understands that it's a language yeah. and they just want to be and and be affected somehow mm -hmm. or maybe they just don't maybe they just want to be taken to a certain place and and you do that but most of the times they want to be told what to listen to and yeah totally i mean the thing i started telling myself a few years ago about music is that everybody takes it in differently everybody hears and is affected by music differently and you know we could be playing a wedding and they're playing some jazz stuff early on the guitar player plays one of the most amazing solos you ever hear in your life nobody really cares but then he plays that don't stop believing solo note for note and everybody freaks yeah. out you know they're like oh my god this is the most amazing. amazing guitar player in the world and it's like yeah as musicians you know we can turn our nose up at that or whatever but it, there's something to be said for it like entertaining mm -hmm. and hitting anybody that hard with anything you're doing yes. like is kind of the point so yeah and 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 i think it's something and I, I, I get that energy. You guys are at this moment and you should be proud of the music you're making because it really does feel and sound like future classics. Thank you. That that's, that's other people will eventually cover. <laughs> yeah. They'd well, be crazy thanks. not to. But let's talk about that, right? Because again, it's not easy to collaborate. How do you ensure that everyone is getting a piece of that? It's those weekly rehearsals, really. I mean, we would we wouldn't be writing the music that because we're writing a ton of new music right now too, yeah. and it's just like you know some songs, um, you know, a couple of us have written and we've just made the demo and we show it to the rest of the guys and we're like, this is the song, like let's come, like let's figure yes. out. How, but these are the parts, you know, like this is the yeah. song. But I think as much time as it takes sometimes and how as frustrating as it could be because there are five cooks in the kitchen and everybody does need to have their say in it like i think the best songs that we've written are the ones that all five of us have written yes. together even though they take five times as long yes. you know what i'm saying um because you can't hear everybody in it yeah and everybody feels proud to play it 
just random. You know, we have a bass player. Mm-hmm. We have two guitarists. Yeah. We we have the drums. We have the saxophonist and the vocalist. Um, where's the pianist? Where's the keyboardist? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, <laughs> we uh, so. Uh, Gabe Weissman, who he records us and he mixes us and everything, yeah. and he's amazing. He's also an incredible pianist. So, so he'll, he'll play add. shows with us sometimes, but um, we, I don't know, you know, we're kind of open to not a that, piano player. Not that you need it. It's just like, it's right. I mean, it's like sometimes I feel like we don't need it, but like I'm very partial to the yeah. to the synth. Like I really want synth. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which okay. is, I mean, you can hear it. He's the one that's yeah. playing in all of our songs because he also mixed it and recorded it. So that's Gabe playing. Like you can hear, you can hear keyboard in our yeah. recorded yeah, songs. Yeah, that's. Um, but you know, that's that's kind of a question mark right now. We're kind of deciding if we want to really add another yes, well, player into the it'll game. End you up, kind of do. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, it'll end up being a good amount more work because if you're gonna have two guitar players and a keyboard player mm-hmm. um there really needs to be i mean a lot of these you songs already have enough instruments that can play could, yeah. yeah sometimes it can just end up being too much and get pretty mushy like sure we have a lot of freedom with a lot of this music because it can be like so jazz based but if you're gonna have two guitar players and keys are all simply yes. um similar instruments there has to be a lot more intention coming from each one of those players absolutely for it to be, absolutely stay musical it's just yeah. naturally just not a part and that's okay yeah yeah mm-hmm. Now, but now there is technically a sixth member of Chameleon Eyes, right? You mm. guys tour and go around and perform with this little brown baby doll named Ralph. <laughs> yeah, Ralph. He is brown. Yeah, it yeah. depends on the light. Sometimes he's more brown than other. <laughs> well, he times. looks like colored baby to me. Yeah, he yeah. is. He pretty. Yeah, he's definitely a dark. Puerto baby. Rican, be right probably. in our I think family. He probably is Puerto, Puerto Rican. Rican. Yeah. Yeah. He's kind of dark though. Maybe he's Dominican. <laughs> yeah, Ralph is like. <laughs> Well, we come in all shades. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like something we started years ago when we were on a, a short tour around uh, the Northeast area and we found him at a show and kind of were gifted him from one of the venue owners. And oh, we brought cool. him around with us. Yeah. And I can't believe I haven't lost him. It is a miracle <laughs> to me. <laughs> he really needs a bath, but it's just kind of fun. It just, it brings us Alcohol. back to like... It yeah. kind of reminds us where we start. Like that was our first like little tour, and it's just nice to have him because we're like, wow. Is, like, it, is he a good luck or a sort totem? Of. I think he's like, yeah, yeah, both. I think he's a little of both. He's yeah. just yeah. Like good luck and good to have around. And, and you always hear that that you're, and we're going to talk about your upcoming performances. But you always hear this as an artist, you're only as good as your last performance. Mm-hmm. Have you had any bad ones? In particular, me personally, or we don't have band. to mention yeah. names. So yeah, well, Jake. Ever since Jake has been playing, he's done such an amazing job. I mean, we certainly have like our flubs. Sometimes we're trying to clean that up, but well, it's not for the audience to know. Yeah, yeah. it's not, and yeah. and hopefully we cover it up when it's when a, it does it's happen. Almost every gig that people will be like, "Man, you sound great," and all you can think about is that one thing that, that you really thing. messed up, yeah, and you're yeah. like, "Did I really sound that great?" I don't know, you know. Yeah, I mean. We we've we are trying to be more picky about our shows and make sure that they work for us and that you know whoever mm. whichever other bands are um, when, are on the show like make sense with yes, our music sure. and so we try to do our best to sure. be smart about it and avoid any situation we would go into where we would have a bad show you know Got it. 
Because there's there's a lot of factors that play into it. We could be as prepared not everyone, as possible, yes. but anything could contribute to a bad show. Yes, not everyone who produces these shows understand it is their job to set everyone up for success. Totally. And yeah. sometimes it's Yo, okay. You guys are on your own. Yeah, and we're like, what time do we even play? Yeah, but you know? where, are we pl- <laughs> where are we plumbing into? Yeah. You know, yeah. and where are our monitors? Exactly. And, yeah. There's so many factors. Okay. But we've been lucky. I think it's been really tight as of late especially because when i joined the band i like pushed to rehearse a lot and the drummer that they had no nianta he he's like i said before he's incredible and his stuff's not easy to learn and Mm -hmm. i wanted to make sure i was doing like beyond a great job Mm -hmm. and that these guys it's to play with one drummer for three years and then switch to another one is not an easy thing you know so um i was like we're gonna rehearse every week yeah and just that's that or we're gonna fight so yeah. All right, cool. Rehearse. It helped Jake because it's not easy music and he needed the reps on it, but then it kind of also helped all of us. Well, you know? it, obviously, that is just a testament to you as a professional musician. You know, you understand. You're like, I, I'm here because I want to be challenged. Mm. Yeah. Totally. But I can't, you know, it has to be, you know, I have to be on it every day. I'm not going to go on any stage unprepared. Yeah. Hundred percent, and they were all cool. Like they, I, these are songs that they've done now so many times. But yeah. but when I when I told when I put it in terms like that, they were like, yeah, for sure. And, yeah. and then we started rehearsing every week, and it's been pretty tight. Well, you want to make sure what you're adding makes sense too. Yeah, hundred percent. You want to make sure you can hear. I want to. I want it has to feel the same. It has to feel like their band and their songs, but there still has to be a little space for me to put my own personality on. Yes. It, which, so are you not at the point then? It's our band. Uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know. You know, I, I it just is. like, yeah, uh, I mean, I can't speak for him. I feel that way. I think all <laughs> I'm going to speak for him anyway, though. <laughs> I think all of us feel that way. Like Brian, Mo, Mikey, like yeah. they all like we've Love all it. just really meshed. So I would yeah. say that. I mean, it was. You feel that way about you? I wanted them to feel like that, you know, that I would was right in with them like from the start. Yeah. So I, I guess it happened quicker than I thought. I made them all really happy. So I yeah, still making sure I'm doing the right thing for everybody. These guys are monster players, so yeah. sometimes I feel like the weak link. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're only as strong as your weakest link, apparently... Nobody wants to be doing... the weakest link. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, but if he's going to say that, then you guys are still off. You're still pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I just play That's true. Yeah, if he is our weakest link, I'm then... happy with that. But it's, it's not true. But it's if it was true. true. I don't think it was. All right. Um. So why don't we do this, Jake? Gabby. Why don't we play another song? Sure. And then we'll come back and we'll talk a little bit more fun, fun, fun stuff. Because I have some specifics I want to talk to you and and pick your brain about, especially about um, the music industry. Why not? Yeah. Okay. You guys are listening to the Junkie Jam Hour uh, right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. This is Chameleon Eyes with Velcro Shoes. Yay. Love it. Thank you. 
with Velcro shoes by Camille Lernas. Hello, guys. Hello. Hello. <laughs> we love it. We love it. Um, let's talk about Velcro shoes. Um, I guess lyrics are like poetry. They can be interpreted. And totally. Interpreted. Um, I hear someone who's someone's been taken well, they feel like they've been taken for granted. <laughs> yeah, you kinda nailed it. <laughs> right? I mean I rather I'd rather be hurt than haunted by ignorance or arrogance. Um or innocence, which everyone always claims. Mm-hmm. Um, but if some loving arms may find me across the world, you may never see me again. Right? So just yeah. put on your hair tie and put on your sneakers. I'm going to go out tonight. He nailed just it. starting now. <laughs> We're starting now, actually. I'll, I'm leave, I'll be back. Or not. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a breakup song, sort of. Yeah. When life is good, then love's a pity. I love that line. Thanks. Um, how relationship-wise, how are you guys as a band? Not lovers. No one's lovers here, by the way. <laughs> How do you guys, you know, when you think about having a band, you're going to get to a certain amount of success, which you will. How do you say, okay, we can't get to a place where we take each other for granted. We always have to keep things fresh um, because when life is good, you know, love can be a pity. You know, it's like, how do we keep our love for the music ourselves who we are as chameleon eyes and not tainted by the success you know it's a great question yeah well i would say are we thinking too much ahead <laughs> no i'd say i would just say it's like remembering why you do it yeah. like not letting the music itself get clouded with whatever else is going on whether it's yeah. good or bad i mean yeah. as a lyric I mean, writer I, th- I can use that to my advantage because sure. then i can write a sad song or i can write a happy song and Hopefully, it's a good song no matter what, whatever, even if bad things are going on in life. But um, I think it's just remembering like why you do it. it can, and that can be hard. It can feel like work or it can feel like, you know, if, even if we're butting heads or something, it can feel like what's going on. But yeah. just remembering why we do it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and as long as you, I think we always have to keep remembering, okay, at some point, we have to stop and mm-hmm. remember to enjoy where, wherever we are, mm-hmm. the process of it. Yeah. Um, now, bands with women leads, there have been many and are or not anymore. <laughs> Blondie, Garbage, Heart, No Doubt, Evanescence, The Cranberries, Paramore, you name it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's just an amazing group of bands right there. Um, when we think, now, were you guys influenced by the idea or was this just a natural happenstance that we're going to have a band and we're going to have a front woman? Um, well, like I said, Mo was the one that really got us together. And I don't, I don't think he ever was like it was dying to be in a band with a female yeah. singer. I just think I was, I was there, you know what I mean? I was like singing and I was doing some stuff and he was like, she would be cool. Yeah. Let's, let's ask her. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because they usually say you only really remember the woman's name of it. Yeah. Of the band. <laughs> yeah, which, I mean, I think it's, ugh, it can be a good thing. It, it, it's, it's, it's interesting being I a think, woman in this dynamic. Yeah. Um, but I think, I, think we, I, you can use it to my advantage in a way and the band's advantage, especially. Yeah. Well, you, well, let's talk about that because I don't think women necessarily have any advantage 
whether people know your name or not, it's probably because you're just the standout of music in general, right? When we think of the music business in general, 70%, um, maybe even greater of of producers and writers are men. Mm -hmm. Um, And so there comes that... There comes that um, angle where, okay, a lot of the music that we listen to are being told through a a, a man's narrative. Yeah. Um, according, according to longreads.com, um, uh, in, in speaking about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, uh, obviously an award for music legends um, of all kinds, um, honoring excellence in performance, songwriting, and production in music. Um, right now, the 2020 nominees include a Dave Matthews Band, Tepeshmo, Nine Inch Nails, Soundgarden, um, Rufus, which of course includes Shaka Khan. But when you, and these are all just performances, but when, when you add the women, it is Shaka Khan, Pat Benatar, Whitney Houston. That's where it ends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and obviously you have these bevy of men's in these other bands. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2019, it was, um, um, out of, the 37 inductees, um, which included five all-male bands. The women were Jen Jackson, Stevie Nicks. That's it. Uh, <laughs> um, so during the 34 years since the uh, hall was founded, out of 888 people that have been inducted, 69 have been women. Um, are you... F- Finding that, and, and obviously this is not something you always think about as a band. You're just putting music together, mm-hmm. and, and you're just doing what you love. Do you feel um, empowered by that? That that your the future of music hindered by it, or do you feel like oh a responsibility? I guess it's a little of both. I mean, I. I'm just like very That could go for you, for you as 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 well Jake because you know this is you're part of this band with a woman in it. Yeah. Well, think about it. Like the women that you just named that were inducted. They've been around for quite a few decades now. So we're just going to be we're starting at that point where I mean like who's going to be inducted in the next few years? Like I I think the amount the percentage of women is going to grow. Yeah. So I'm definitely like optimistic about it. I don't like, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, like we were saying, there's a lot of disadvantages. Sure. But I think it, I I just try not to let it bother me. And I I think we can use it to our advantage because like you said, people, you know, even before they hear the music, it's like, Oh, they have a female singer and, and they categorize us into something and they make an assumption, but at least you're getting them interested in the first place, you know? And especially like then with the, playing saxophone it kind of gives a little bit it kind of gives me a little bit of a male edge I would say because what I hear at every single show without fail is like wow I've never even seen a woman playing a saxophone or I've never seen a woman playing a saxophone live so um, I think it's like embracing the I guess masculinity of women in music today you know because all women have that power yeah metal yeah like and even if you are just you know you're singing on stage like it's 
it's that power that you know you're able to stand on stage with all these men and you know in engage in an industry that is mostly dominated by men i mean you know alabama shakes like yeah. she plays a mean guitar and she has a te- she's a tenor she has a deep voice and everyone's like that's super cool she's a woman and yeah. she's strong you know yeah so i think it's i think it's good i think i'm optimistic about it yeah okay. i always thought it was best to like just not think of it in those terms like it's not uh female drummer it's just a drummer yeah. you know what i mean like and the more we just normalize that thought maybe the less i know the less i know and unbalance we'll have with that kind of stuff yeah you that's know? kind of the catch-22 with this conversation is like let it just be music but at the same time if it's still a problem how do we tell young women you can still do this even though they're not feeling represented mm. Mm. Um, but yes, let's just, you don't need a, you don't need a cock to rock, right? (laughs) I think I was doing the best thing. The best thing you can do for it is is just go out and live it, live what you want to be the reality and don't talk about it so much and just figure it out. What what can we say that's going to make people like change this? Just go do it, you know, be that. Now, um, you guys have some uh, amazing gigs coming up. Right. Um, you are where? Where is my list? Uh, you have uh, on the eighth this week on the eighteenth. You're playing the Stanhope House in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, two days after that, Dogfish Head Brewings and Eats, uh, Delaware. Delaware. Obviously, keeping it keeping it in the area. Uh, uh, you're playing the Luminosity Festival, Randall's Island Park. Mm-hmm. Um, Arlene's Grocery. Oh, I on love twenty ninth. Shout out to Arlene's Grocery because it always sounds awesome there. They yeah. do sound great there. Yeah. I we just did a I, we just filmed a band over there oh, yeah. not too long ago. We had a lot of fun. Um, we put our hands in different pots. We're artists. We make money lots of ways. So, <laughs> yeah. um, now but that's a fish after party. Yeah. So anybody who is going to see fish on December 29th and is, you know. Whether you're sober or not, you just want some more music. Yeah. Arlene's Grocery. Come Arlene's. Are, are, you, are, yeah. you, are you guys, you guys don't play Stone, do you? <laughs> I can't. No. <laughs> uh, Personally, can't. I can, yes. Yeah. Or you're just going to wait till the after, after party. Yeah. yeah, sure. I can't drink. <laughs> if I try to drink and play drums. That's it, a different story. Different. But yeah, the other thing, that's fine. Well, I feel like fish is synonymous. Yeah. With yeah. just having a fun. Having something going on. <laughs> Although the biggest fish fan we know doesn't smoke yeah, or drink okay. or anything. He mm. just gets high off I don't think fish. it's a necessity, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> or they're getting yeah. a contact anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then January, you have uh, Funkin' Waffles. I love that. Syracuse, New York. Mm-hmm. Where else, right? Great place. Um, but now you also, and, and, and then uh, January 19th, uh, Danny Clinch, Transparent Gallery in Asbury Park. Yeah. Uh, but you've had to cancel. Yeah. I guess that's part of... Why would Chameleon Eyes, or why did you have to cancel? Well, in this particular case, it was totally my fault. And it was just basically like having my hands in a couple different buckets and not updating people on the fact that I had a show. So and then was them, it not everyone available? Yeah, it was like, it was just a, you know, something came up and it's it was unavoidable. And it's, it's a shame, but, you know, the venue is super cool and we're planning on rescheduling. Awesome. So, yeah, we definitely hope to be back there. And, and that's just part of what happens in a band, you know, again, you know, 
things change. Yeah. There's five people. You never know what can come up. And yeah. then it's a tough balancing act too with when we're talking about doing the cover band stuff, you know, we'll make a huge chunk of our living with weddings right. and whatever else. And um you, like I said, you gotta sneak that original stuff in there, but sometimes your gigs get crossed up and is there is Gabby's there? a particularly busy musician, man. She just plays with absolutely everybody. But for the record, <laughs> if we have a show that we stick first. to yeah like i mean yeah, it comes yeah. first we don't we don't want to mess with the amazing venues that we play like that's just it's just wrong that's why we feel horrible but yeah for sure um, we usually we don't end up scheduling one of these if we know that we're not gonna be able to do it and this was totally some, sometimes it'll happen but yeah that venue was super cool they're like that's cool come back another time come back another time um let's talk about real quick uh jesse herman mm-hmm. herman n- who is he? Yeah. He is our manager. So um, he's been awesome. And uh, we linked up with him earlier well, this year. I, well, I guess the, 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 the A question then, instead of being so vague, how um, significant has having a manager been to the ongoing success of Chameleon Eyes? He just allows us to do what we do best. You know, he takes care of a lot of stuff that and, and has this amazing creative mind in a way that our creative minds don't function in this band like we, he, he gives us the space to write the music and to record the music <clears throat> and then he helps us get it out there so he's been like completely just invaluable to to the success that we've had so right, far because you get to now these are things you don't have to worry about yeah now. And yeah, and that's just, be. that's just amazingly liberating for trying to write music like if we know we have a guy that's getting shows dealing with the streaming music dealing with the social media all that stuff and he's like he's so on and all the time and we talk to him every day in rehearsal this is something we don't have to talk about yeah. because jesse's doing it we can just focus on the music yes. and that's like that's why jesse is really so invaluable and and he does an amazing job at what he does so shout out to jesse shout out to jesse hammond um now you shared some some interesting uh facts <laughs> about the band um, I know you said you severed part of your finger off earlier this year. <laughs> yeah, that's a fun fact. Yeah, I was at a show and I was about to play my last set on saxophone and this um, extremely, I guess, heavy door um, severed part of my finger. And I was about to, I was about to play. I like, I was, I didn't, you know, when you like get really hurt and you just don't process it for a second. And then I yes. looked down and like part of my finger just. was just gone. Ah. And um, <laughs> I thought I was worried for a second, you know, but it's yeah. just, it's a little shorter. You can see it's a little shorter wow. um, and it looks kind of goofy, but I can play saxophone still, still, which is. But obviously you still had to retrain the finger. I did. Yeah. yeah. And it's still kind of weird. It's still kind of wonky, but um, it was, it was like a horror movie. It was, it was, it was flat. It got like chopped off. Got chopped. You know? yeah, and they had to that like. That is a horror movie. Whole skin and over. And of course you bleed the most from. Yeah. It's one of the extremities. You yeah. can bleed a lot. It's and, a horror for any musician. Anybody that uses their hands. Yes. To make money. Like it's just the worst nightmare. She was just cool. She just called me. She's like, hey, I just like, you know, I found my finger on the floor. <laughs> I, and, uh, I brought it to the hospital. And I'm just going to the hospital now. <laughs> they didn't, they didn't need to touch it. Whoa. Now, now, as someone who has to practice and practice whenever you can with the band or not, you have an interesting setup in your apartment of how you practice. Me? 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I've had yeah, you practice playing on those drums. Yeah, I have like an electric set and then I have a set, a regular set that's kind of padded up with... Because you have to cymbals. limit the noise. I got to limit the noise and um, playing with the regular set that's padded up just feels more real for me. Electric kits are really fun, but you sound like the best drummer in the world in an electric kit. They're all small and you can yeah. swing around them really fast. So, uh, yeah, I, I can get pretty much everything done at home. We're constantly looking for our guitar player. He has um, a practice studio yes. where we do all the big practices at, which is awesome. Right here in Brooklyn. Right here mm -hmm. in Brooklyn. It's like 10X Street, right? It's yeah. Like over here. Yeah. All right. Um, let's go crash. But those are, yeah, let's go. He's probably there chilling. Chilling. It's the yeah. same size as this. <laughs> and we put five people in there and we just jam out. That's but good. yeah, Jake like literally shakes the entire apartment when he practices. So well, I can't. Yeah. understand how nobody has called well, the cool. cops the guy downstairs it's music is, is <laughs> gone all day working and the lady upstairs is crazy and everybody always calls the cops on her so yeah no, that's nobody true. cares oh, about me. everybody yeah, yeah just call the cops on her it yeah. must be her again yeah it was her so um thank you guys so very much for coming out hanging thank you. with us sharing part of your story yeah, i think we need two me. hours to really get the full we do Joe um, Rogan in. We just talk too much. Yeah. <laughs> so now um, we can find you on chameleonizemusic.com. Mm -hmm. uh, now, guys, that's chameleon, chameleonize, not chameleon eyes. Yeah, right. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Thank you for the distinction. One so, word. C-H-A-M-E-L-E-O-N-I-Z-E. Chameleonize. Mm -hmm. Like fantasize. Yes. Yeah. So you guys fantasize about chameleon eyes. Uh, <laughs> Facebook.com, um, you're chameleon eyes on there. Instagram.com as well, chameleon eyes music. Twitter, chameleon eyes, is that underscore? Underscore. Chameleon yeah, eyes we underscore. couldn't fit chameleon eyes music on Twitter. Ah. Dang you, twits. Ugh, Twitter. Uh, and of course, uh, for everything we do here, uh, you can find out more about RadioFreeBrooklyn.com. For everything I do, uh, you can just go to junkajam.com. Um, that's good. Now, if you guys had to leave our listeners with something about Camila and I's, I mean, I know you guys aim to explore all avenues of music and grow together. Um, and obviously it's important for you as a group to not be put in a box. Mm -hmm. But what do you want audience to take away from your music? I guess like embrace, embrace the, uh, the imperfections and embrace the chaos of whatever music because that's how creating new music comes it comes yeah. from a mistake so we're kind of trying to beautify any any anything that comes out of us awesome yeah all right well thank you so much jake gabby thanks thank you so much christopher <laughs> this was awesome you're welcome yeah, you guys are listening to radio us. free brooklyn and this has been junk and jam Hour.